You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas the Third. We're them damn Indians. It is 420, and uh, don't forget, Thomas is going to be out and about at Toklahoma today, so make sure you get out there and say hi to him. Yeah, man, it's going to be a good time. We're going to be chilling. they got all kind of stuff going on, food trucks. Um, yeah, they're, they're going to be, like, pressing uh, raw flour out there. So if you buy, like, a certain uh, brand of flour while you're there, they will take their press and press it in front of you and give you that concentrate right okay. there on the spot. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, this is interesting. I'm looking forward to that part more than anything. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm hyped. Like, I'm going to check this out. <laughs> Sounds oh, like yeah. a great time. So by the time you hear this, uh, yeah, Thomas will be out there at Oklahoma. So make sure you go by and say hello. They're right there on Porter in Norman across from Norman Regional Hospital. And uh, they are due west of that establishment. So make sure they go out there and say hello to everybody and celebrate 420 responsibly. Uh, this is from High Times. And the headline is Idaho Hemp Bill Finally Signed Into Law, Legalizing the Crop Across All 50 States. Yay, Idaho. That's progress. I mean, Idaho. You know, you're letting the hemp in. You're letting the hemp in. <clears throat> that was probably a boring conversation to talk them into that shit. Uh, on Friday, Idaho Governor Brad Little signed House Bill 126, otherwise known as the Industrial Hemp Research and Development Act. Smaller bills have passed in state legislatures across the country, ultimately earning the eager signature of their respective governors, a trend that was sparked by Congress's passage of the 2018 Farm Bill. That bill legalized industrial hemp, paving the way for states to exploit what in recent years has emerged as a cash crop. I'm glad they said it that way. Uh... With, legal, with little signature on House Bill 126, that trend finally came to Idaho, which became the 50th state to legalize industrial hemp. So that's progress. I mean, it's, it's, it's really behind. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. It's a little, little bit late there, but hey, it's, it's better, than, uh, better, better late than never, right? Opponents of Idaho hemp legislation cited familiar concerns about making it harder to enforce laws against marijuana, which is legal in several states that border Idaho. Yeah, try all of them. <laughs> try all the states that border Idaho. It's legal. And Canada, by the way. And Canada. Like, every state that borders Idaho, marijuana is legal. But Idaho. I don't think it's legal in Wyoming either, though. Um. A study a study published early last year found that state sales of marijuana in Oregon, where recreational pot is legal, were, you can't make this up, 420% higher along the <laughs> Idaho border than the statewide average. The study came courtesy of the Oregon Office of Economic Analysis, whose economists wrote at the time that the border effect is real. Obviously, recreational marijuana is not legal in Idaho, but even after throwing the data into a rough border tax model that accounts for incomes, numbers of retailers, tax breaks, and the like, there remains a huge border effect. Roughly speaking, about 75% of Oregon sales and more like 35% of Washington sales in the counties along the Idaho border appear due to the border effect itself and not local socioeconomic conditions. I mean... Oh, I mean, no. Money from out of town? 
<laughs> and they're losing it, you know. But this this legislation would have stymied a bid to put a medical marijuana proposal on next year's ballot. So, um, yeah. So they're they're trying to they're the the people the people are trying to do it in Idaho and as as people from Oklahoma, where we had to get involved as voters and do it. Um, if you got to do if the people got to do it, then the people got to do it. Yep. But we're glad we're glad to see that move, though, that that's that's really a shift in the conversation um, because so many people don't know the difference between hemp and marijuana and what what they do and the functions that they serve. And people don't understand fully the benefits of hemp and hemp plastics and hemp building materials and hemp clothing and you can cook it you can eat it you can wear it you can you know trade it uh there's just so many things so many benefits that for hemp and so many medicinal benefits of medical marijuana i think we're finally seeing that too and i i hope that we can continue to do what we do here at Talk Jive and at the Weed University to really start to change that language and start to change the vocabulary around it from that reefer madness to reefer gladness and not be so afraid of it. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've got we've to start, you know, that's kind of been what we've been doing this entire time is trying to start that conversation, you know, because there's so many people that are still stuck in this primitive mind state of uh, what what weed and what hemp is. But is it a pretense, though? I mean, now in Oklahoma and we see it and we know for some inexplicable reason um, now and apparently forever, everything is going to be dictated by our politics like hardcore like it's it's not just like you know this well this is how i vote or whatever these are the issues that are important to me no 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 it's i'm this and this is my this is the whole thing stance on it and i have to go down with the ship right but that's what it's looking like but with this issue with this issue i i feel like it's a lot like we talk about the covid vaccinations like there's a lot of people who are still sitting there saying oh it's bad for you and oh bad only bad people uh use medical marijuana and smoke it you know just whatever whatever they say but yet still turn around and have their hand in the cookie jar and own part of a grow or own part of a dispensary or be a silent partner somewhere where they depend on the revenue from the very people who they're bashing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a weird dynamic. Like people are trying to sneak around to be, you know, to do what they want because of their politics, because of their identity politics. And it works so well, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> it's, I don't know. I don't know why. And, and, and I guess it is just a generational historical thing, right? Like when you, um, when you grow up hearing that, and especially if you grow up, I'm, I'm putting my quotes up here in a Christian home, a devout Christian home, 
and this is just absolutely not accepted and you grow up with that stigma and you grow up with thinking that it's bad and go try it and undergo a complete change that's what happened with me yeah and then what that does is psychologically you don't trust anything your parents ever said again you know what i mean like you you lied about this this whole time you know like what what you know what else have you been lying about you know what i mean like that's the way a lot of kids feel it was more spiritual though it was more of a a sin rather than that you know what i mean that was more my fear because if there's one thing i took from all of that southern baptist upbringing is a fear of the devil like i am terrified of the devil i don't watch devil movies i don't watch shows where people are possessed nothing like i am scared of the devil but you know that was always what it was presented as is more of a sin than you know just like just don't do it it's a sin you just don't do it yeah period that wasn't that was just that and was, the, com- that was the, the conversation like there was no and that's the that's the problem it. right there that's the problem because that's the only conversation that they that they want to have about it it's not why is it bad or you know what it's gonna do or any of this oh it was it's bad because it was just, dope just be yeah just because because we said you know what i mean and and you always end up coming around a corner and finding out somebody was smoking that was telling you they you know you, know, you never needed to smoke or whatever like that that hypocritical thought process is the reason why i mean it's the same reason why so many kids are are leaving the church why there's so many people that that don't identify as christian anymore because they've been lied to their entire lives about all of this shit constantly oh this is this is this this is that blah 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 whatever and you you start to realize that it was a lot of it was more about racism or, you know, keeping the status quo or whatever, whatever their reasoning was behind it. It, it wasn't a genuine, oh, we want to keep you safe reason. Yeah. And well, you're, you're preaching to the choir here, just damn near literally because I left the church. I left the church for exactly those reasons. Um, and it was a lot of the the hypocritical things just like that. Of You can't sit there and preach to me and turn around and grift your community the other days of the week. Yeah. I, I don't abide by that. And that's that's not the way that's not the, the way the Jesus I grew up knowing would be. My Jesus doesn't grift people. My Jesus was staunchly against grifting and taxes and usury laws. And he was open hearted and hung out with rejects and outcasts and prostitutes and lepers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those were his people. And so it's like I say, I with this. um, This kind of shift with 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 him it's got to start someplace right and i guess if him the the non-psychedelic but strongest part of the um most versatile part of the plant 
um, if, if that's what it's going to take right there to change that conversation. And if the people of Idaho have to step up and say, this is what we want, then that's that's the course of action that they have to take. And we encourage yeah. that. It's 420. And one of the, the things that we always want to do is educate and educate ourselves and help others who are seeking this information help tell them where to go to find this information and to learn it from themselves that's one thing about cannabis and imbibing cannabis as medication is everybody's makeup is different everybody's going to be different everybody's going to like something different and it's really a personal thing and you i i encourage uh people to uh conquer their fears where it comes to learning about cannabis and learning about dosing and learning about just the different things, the awesome benefits that it can bring to your life. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about recovery. People recover from opioid addictions. People recover from people stop smoking cigarettes because of weed. People stop drinking because of weed, you know? And so, um there's just there are so many benefits and on this the most holiest day of uh of caniculture we we really want to encourage everyone out there smoke them if you got them um eat it if you got it but don't forget you can always take more you can't take less there you go so, uh, but yeah, just get out there, learn, learn a little bit. If, if you're not part of the 420 culture and you're not part of the can of culture uh, today, I encourage you to just learn a little bit about it. Even if you don't know anything about it, uh, Google cannabis facts and, um, you know, you'll, you'll learn some, some pretty interesting things there and, and really start to, even if you don't want to take it yourself, understand why others need to take it and um and just understand that that's how they find their relief they ain't trying to tell you how to find your relief so <laughs> yep. so just fi find it find that acceptance somewhere i mean people accept tobacco cigarettes and cigars before they accept marijuana cigarettes and fortunately that's changing and um, we're really, we're thrilled to be here and to be a part of this conversation and to, to, be, a, to be a platform to, to promote safe and healthy cannabis use. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. It's a big day. Happy 420. We hope you are enjoying yourselves. Get out there and see Thomas out in Oklahoma, in Norman, and take advantage of all their great deals. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we're the damn indents at Talk Jive Radio. Smoke them if you got them.